Women Designing. I'm your host, Grace Kim, and today we're joined by Antoine Leclerc. Thank you so much, Antoine, for coming onto the show. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, can you share a little bit about yourself for our audience? Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm Antoine. Uh, I'm French, as you can hear, and I've been residing in the U.S. for about eight years now, and I'm a software developer. I have been one for five years. Uh, I started as an employee, and now I'm working as a, an independent contractor. Great. Thank you for sharing. It sounds like you've had a lot of experiences in different kinds of environments doing development work. And I'm so glad that you came onto the show because as designers, I think we kind of forget that we work in a larger ecosystem. It's really easy to get trapped into that very siloed thinking about um, design and how that implicates uh, workflows as well as other designers' workflows and how it all comes together in terms of design. But as the natural counterpart to our work as a developer, I'd love to hear from your perspective, how does interaction design influence the work of software development? That's a, that's a broad question, let me think. Um, I can speak from my vantage point and my experiences. And uh, my, my first experience with design was uh, as an employee, I was working at a fairly large tech company. There were about 200 developers uh, working there. Um, and there was a design team uh, that was, you know, its own team. And the experience I had in that setting was that I would receive design artifacts, uh, high fidelity design artifacts, and I would implement them. And so, my job was, you know, pretty straightforward. Take the design, make it come true using code, uh, make it appear on the screen. Uh, and it was web development, by the way. Um, so uh, it was using web uh, technology. Uh, but I've also had a different experience uh, with design, which uh, the current project I've been working on, uh, we actually have a different approach and I would say that contrary to my first experience uh, that I just mentioned, I feel much more involved uh, when it comes to interaction design. I would say that in the first ex experience I mentioned, I was not involved at all. I was just a, a worker, you know, trying to take what was given to me and replicate it, uh, you know, make it appear on the screen uh, using code. Whereas now, the project I'm working on and the team uh, I'm a part of, we have very low, um, very, very minimal handoffs, I should say. Uh, we don't have as much high fidelity design artifacts. And we collaborate with designers, which means that we, as developers, are involved in understanding interaction design to an extent, right? And so when I work with designers, I learn from them, and we usually collaborate in literally HTML and CSS, and we, you know, uh, we, we figure out what's the right design, rather than using something like Figma and having the designers siloed and working independently for, you know, a number of hours and then giving us pages and pages or mountains of artifacts um, that we need to implement. We instead have a close-knit collaboration 
And I'm learning. I'm learning about interaction design. And it affects me much more than it did before. And I find myself even finding interaction design mistakes that were made in the past on the project. And I find myself, you know, bringing them up to people who are more experienced than me in interaction design. And we correct them. So I would say that I have a much greater understanding of interaction design now. And it affects me much more than it used to. And I think it's extremely beneficial because I, when I work on software development work, which involves web UI, I'm now able to understand the interaction design. And I'm also able to contribute to the design itself, to the, to the design of the interactions. Yeah, that's really fascinating. The first experience that you described, you know, it sounds very much like that standard product development process where the design team will work in isolation, create high fidelity prototypes typically, and then hand that off to the development team where that would be built out. And then that communication would go back and forth as to what works, what doesn't, what needs to change, how do we change that? But what you're describing in that second, that current experience sounds it sounds like you guys are taking that word collaboration that I think teams like to really throw around and quote unquote celebrate. And actually you guys are celebrating it. You guys are actually embracing it. And what that looks like is becoming T-shaped employees, becoming people who understand how the other is working and doing that hand in hand and actually collaborating together to create something instead of kind of just throwing something over the wall and hoping that it lands on its feet. Yeah, totally. And uh, I want to come back to something you said, which is a standard process for software. I mean, for product, software product development. I would challenge that because I think it's what's done in most companies, but I don't think it should be or it is the standard. Um, I think there are better standards, way better standards, way standards that just produce um, the yield, productivity, and continuity. The whole point of collaborating with designers is so that we don't have as much rework, so that we don't have as many handoffs, or the handoffs are smaller, so that the batch of work which is placed on the developers by the designers uh, is smaller. So we can have faster iteration, faster feedback, faster mistake corrections. It's how we should work, I think, because it's if we look at the science of software product development, it is what yields the most productivity. And it's 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 common sense and it's obvious, but it gets lost when the teams grow usually. And when the companies grow, because when we reach teams and companies that have teams of developers and you have 200 developers, it's, it's where it becomes harder to see how that would work. Uh, but you know, each company has to figure out exactly how it would work. The, the overall process of figuring that out is known. And so it's, it's an empirical process. You learn with the people you have, with the strengths of your team and the weaknesses of your team, and you find the best way. And uh, the whole point is you know, producing value to the users, to the customers, and making the company money. 
by delivering value continuously with as little rework and as little delay as possible. Uh, hopefully none, but that's that's very hard to do and it's you know takes exceptionally well um, like high functioning team basically to do that. I think those are excellent points that you've brought up. I particularly resonate with the redesigning that rework portion of of product development that I think is oftentimes understood by the by the tech community to be normal as part of the process, right? Um, rework is inevitable. That tech depth is inevitable. It is just a natural part of doing uh, product development work. I think what you're saying is absolutely true in that we can strive for higher standards. We don't have to accept the standards that were set in place by people before us and people who are perpetuating those standards as acceptable. So by increasing those standards, we can strive for a higher quality of work, which means that rework and redesigning doesn't have to be part of the picture. It does not have to be accepted as the status quo. And by doing so, like you said, we can deliver value to the customer faster because we are being bogged down by having to rehash out something that wasn't correctly done or uh, scrapping entire batches of work, which would then slow us down. Yeah, definitely. And I would say it's about elevating the standards and redefining them. Um, right. I think that's a great term, elevating the standards. Yeah. And one thing that's obvious is that if you have a designer that is just spending, you know, seven to eight hours a day working on something and they do that for a week. And let's say that after that week, they can finally, you know, hand off to the developers. Uh, what I mean by common sense is that it's pretty obvious that if in the first 10 minutes that the developer looks at it and finds something that's not going to work with the implementation because of some implementation constraint, then you have basically 35 to 40 hours of work that are just, you know, they need to be reworked. Because if, if the first thing is invalidated, then all the subsequent work is also invalidated and everything needs to be re-examined. So I'm not saying that there shouldn't be iteration on work because that's how you find the correct design, right? But um, so it's normal to take things and scratch them and start over or to, to iterate on something to make it better, but it should be done in real time as much as possible. Meaning it should be a designer. Like when the designer is ready to share uh, any amount of significant uh, work, with the developer, they should collaborate together and they should look on that first, you know, piece of work that makes sense to look at. It should be looked at together and it should be discussed and it should be even implemented together. That's what we do. Uh, we look at, you know, some raw fidelity design and then we go and we, we explore. We explore what the designers have in mind. We go in HTML and CSS and we work together. And the designers learn a little bit about HTML and CSS, and we learn about interaction design, and we find the right designs that way. It's we're being more precise that way because we we have that feedback loop between the designer and developer that's instant instantaneous. And by right, having absolutely. that, we have higher quality work. 
I do want to go back to a phrase that you used. You said when designers are, quote, ready to share, unquote. And I think therein lies the problem, right? Designers, we kind of hold on to this work until we feel ready to let it go and show it and present it. When in actuality, there shouldn't even be a readiness to share. That should happen from the start. Working together, that is what true collaboration looks like from the very start. All the work needs to happen at the very front in order to create work that isn't conducive to rework. Yeah, I I would say that uh, when I when I mentioned that you know there may be a piece of work that's sensible to share, I mean that the creative process for a designer uh, and maybe you know the uh, some of the thinking that goes into maybe exploring some designs on on paper, for example. Maybe the developer is not involved there because it doesn't make as much sense. Although I could see a developer being involved just to learn, to become even more of a T-shaped person, which is the term you used, which I agree with. What what I mean is that maybe there's a little, even if it's an hour, even if it's two hours, there's, there's some amount of time that maybe the designer needs to just be ready to at least start having a meaningful use of time between the developer and the designer but definitely not a whole week of work, right? I'm talking about definitely some some small amount of time for very low fidelity, for, for, you know, for low fidelity on paper, the kind of sketching, throwing ideas. And then immediately after that, we go to, you know, making these ideas come to life and see what they look like in the product and see what they look like on, you know, in the web UI. We can have that really fast feedback if we have that tight collaboration. Right. So to sum up, I know that we said some really great words like T-shaped people, collaboration, avoiding rework, delivering value to the customer faster. What would you say makes for a successful and productive designer-developer relationship? There'll be some elements, there will be some elements that are left to our individualities. But as a whole, everything I've been saying so far, basically, you know, close collaboration, sharing the knowledge that the designer holds with the developer, sharing the knowledge that the developer holds with the designers, you know, whatever kind and amount of collaboration is needed so that the work that is done is of high quality and can deliver value efficiently to the customer and can minimize rework. Those are some really great conclusive thoughts. Thank you so much for coming onto the show. I know that myself and um, hopefully other listeners out there have appreciated this conversation. Personally, I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, thank you again for coming on. Thank you guys for listening. And this is Redesigning.